and gentlemen, welcome to the next episode of Final, Final Stallions! What up, Stampede? It's Club. Today's episode is going to be an album review of the album Boston by Boston. An absolutely classic album that almost everyone has heard. We're super pumped to dive into this. Also want to give a quick reminder, get your tickets to Soiree and Stallions, a night of music, charity music event that Spruce and I are hosting. Net proceeds benefiting Hunger Network, which is a charity that strives to end food insecurity in Ohio. Great lineup. Colin Miller and the Brother Nature headlining. We also got Rubik's Groove, Apostle Jones, Mezcalado, Ice Cream Militia, and Wigged Out. You can find a link to buy tickets and any of our social media at Vinyl Stallions. But for now, we'll be diving into Boston. And I'm taking my time and I'm moving along. Around me after I've been gone, <laughs> and I'm taking my time. I will not much more. It's just outside of your front door, <laughs> dude. I didn't realize like how insane this album. Wait, sorry. Yeah, so. there's not a bad song on this album. And for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the album Boston by Boston because you're on the next episode of Vinyl Stallions. <sighs> Sorry, I got thrown off from my thought real quick. I just got a text from a random number that says, hey, man, did you figure out if you'll be able to come to the wedding? Sorry, we didn't get you the paper invite the, the time you were in town. I don't know what this means. I don't know who's texting me about their wedding. Should I say yes? Artist would be to that shit. You should ask, is the wedding in Boston? <laughs> it better damn well be, because we're doing Boston by Boston today. And I Re bet if it was, you could hitch a ride. Just <laughs> <the other> time. <laughs> Leave it all behind. Dude, all right, so Boston by Boston. For those listening, we are starting a new album review series called Homies. And we yes. will be asking our homies to pick albums where we'll review. Some of them will be coming on, some of them won't. But just know that the next six albums that we'll be talking about are well in the series. Um, and we got a great lineup coming to you. Uh, a couple names that you've probably already heard. Uh, many times on the show if you've listened. But the first one is Boston by Boston, chosen by Al Casino. Yes. And what what episode was he on previously? He, he Jesse jumped in Flanagan. Jesse Flanagan, yes. And I'm gonna so, find yeah. an episode number. <laughs> All right. And so yeah, Casino walked in. I mean, we, we we've talked about him multiple times. Uh, I think the vinyl roulette 1.5 he was a part of. That's and right. So his name's been mentioned a bunch, and we said, All right, Cassine, you pick an album and we're gonna start this bad boy off. And again, he chose Boston by Boston, an album I know he is very fond of, and basically everyone should be because it is fucking incredible from start to finish. So Al Cassine 
back-to-back episode appearances. Jesse Flanagan, number 30. Final Roulette 1.5, number 31. Damn, Cassine, shout out to you. I don't think that's ever been done any other time in Stallion's history. (laughs) (laughs) We're breaking records already, ladies and gentlemen. Um. So Boston by Boston is the debut studio album released August 25th, 1976 by Epic Records. Yep. And it was produced by Tom Scholz and John Boylan. And this is an incredible album. I like, we'll just start simply by looking at the album cover. I mean, this thing is iconic. You know it immediately with those UFOs flying, saying Boston across the top. Uh, it's absolutely just iconic. And again, these songs, as I go th- went, went through them myself, they are like I knew so many more than I thought I knew from just looking at the titles. I was just talking about that beautiful album cover. Yep. My instincts kicked in. I had to go get the vinyl. Um, but yeah, as you can see, it's like a spaceship. And then there's two more spaceships. Actually, more than two. A bunch of spaceships behind it. And what are they sucking up? I don't know. This rock down here. <laughs> but Boston. <laughs> and then here's the back. You got the boys. Doesn't flip open. And then... Classic eight song. Uh, probably like four, like, yeah, you got to assume like 30, 40 minutes. It was, I think, 37. Nice change. It double check. I mean, yeah, no, I like, again, it was just a classic. Um, it was actually based off of a demo that was created by Tom and he had six of the songs basically already created on this demo. It got rejected uh, in 1973 by so many different record companies, including Epic Records, who actually ended up putting out this album, but included More Than a Feeling, Peace of Mind. Um, yeah, just so... Uh, oh, a Rock and Roll Band was another, and uh, a couple other ones that actually had their names changed once they finally got the deal in 75. Um, it, I read a funny piece that the record company insisted that this album will be recorded in LA and uh, Tom Scholes and John Boylan uh, said they would do it and they ended up tricking the label and actually just recorded it <laughs> in the Massachusetts house of uh, Tom so I thought that was a funny kind of tidbit I came across as well uh, that's they, hilarious honestly it had to be done in boston that's like do you see the name <laughs> you think we're recording this in la <laughs> <laughs> um so before um yeah like i don't know john or or tom was playing in like a bunch of cover bands uh kind of in the area and then he ended up just in yeah like he ended up just putting together a great cast and crew. But overall, the album broke records. It was the best selling LP in US at the time. To date, it's 17 million sold in the US, 20 million worldwide, and just one of the greatest Ton. debut albums by any band ever. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'll run through the personnel really quick. You got Tom Scholes on guitar, Brad Delp on vocals, 
Barry Goudreau on guitar, Fran Sheehan on bass, and Sib Hashian on drums. That is the founding lineup of Boston. And yeah, so again, it was released in 1976. And as you go down uh, through this, it's insane. Uh, sorry, I just the album. So I'm I'm reading a fun fact. Boston was uh, again released, and the album broke out of Cleveland first, and the following okay. week it had been added to 392 stations. But apparently, Cleveland vibed a lot with uh, this, and is noted to be the first city it broke out in. Yeah, that makes sense because back then, like the radio stations, like they would be spinning actual vinyls and like broadcasting the signal out so like certain songs and albums and stuff would be local to areas like because information didn't travel the same way that it does now like so yeah like cleveland radio stations passing this around like oh you hear about this boston album but you might be down in like texas and have never heard of any of it because it just hadn't made its way out there. There's no internet back then. Like people take for granted the internet, like that didn't exist 40 years ago. <laughs> you have me thinking of that South Park episode. Now there's no internet here. You have to go check out West. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Another band where Cleveland radio is like one of the first to pick it up is rush because it makes sense. They're from Canada. But yeah, like Cleveland was one of the first areas to start spinning Rush tunes. Hell yeah. All right, well, let's dive into this bad boy. So it starts off with one of the most iconic songs like ever. Everyone should know this more than a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. One of the just most popular songs of the 70s, like, and just a very popular song even still to this day. I mean, it's just so catchy. More than a feeling. Hear that old song we used to play. <laughs> I, I mean, think we're dreaming. Dude, the backing voices are so huge throughout that like chorus part that you were just singing. The solo is like, I mean, I, everyone, I feel like, should just be able to just like, <laughs> like we, we must have had two different solos. And then, of course, classic 70s rock, they gotta get the weed reference in. I see my Mary and walk it away. <laughs> The uh, guitar and the scream at the end where like, ah, and like the bend of the guitar as it like ends the scream is like so clean. I mean, Man. I was, yeah, I, I'm blown away, honestly, at this album, the production. It, it kind of emulates what I am going to try to go for off my first album with like a lot going on, a lot of like, there's no empty space. It's going to be very full with like synths and like things happening and passing it off to each other so and it, it's just like tracks on tracks on tracks like you can just tell every instrument is just like layered and layered and layered and like you said it just gives it this big sound it does and it continues a uh, song peace of mind which is 
I didn't know. Like, I guess I don't know. I, had, I, I really. Didn't. <laughs> I didn't know. Like, I guess I didn't know. Like, a lot of these songs I know like all the lyrics to, but I guess I just didn't know the titles of them. The yeah, but voices are crazy. I'm blown away. Um, the drumming. I don't even know what I wrote here. I wrote like cat scratch here, but all I can read is something about the drumming. Yeah, that like after every chorus ends, there's just like a little like guitar breakdown, and yeah, the drums like they they definitely fill that space very nicely. Yeah, the, I mean, just again two absolute bangers to start us off and then it goes into number three which is foreplay slash long time and i wrote down intro leaves no one safe (laughs) yeah i mean that's very accurate i mean the bass and that like just the sound that they get out of the bass guitar in that song is just one of the best bass guitar sounds like in any song really <laughs> like it's just so driving it has like this jazzy feel to it yeah so i wrote down as well so again foreplay is like kind of the first half of the song and like i wrote down like classic as fuck like it is like classical music at points and then once it gets like a minute 30 it just warps you and just spits you out into a long time. And that guitar is iconic. I mean, I honestly thought that this was another one where I thought the name of the song was just taking my time. And I'm moving on. Like, I thought it was called taking my time. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, like you said, the guitar tone on that is just like, it just embodies everything that 70s classic rock is. Like, it's just such a vintage sound, but it's so cutting, so powerful, and, like, everyone just knows it. Like, if you just hear a guitar that sounds like that, your mind will instantly be, like, 70s classic rock. And something the guitarist does really well is the hammer-ons during this song. It is yeah. just so noticeable and very, very well done. And then we head into what I assume will be the last song on side one. Nope. Foreplay Long Time was the last song. God so, damn. So after, and I mean, part of it is those first two are longer than any song on side two. So oh. the three longest songs on the album are side one. Um but yeah, so you flip over to side two for Rock and Roll Band. This is one that was just like notched in my brain, like growing up as well. Uh, I like the guitar when his club was just talking about it. It's just like a voice of its own. Like you know exactly what it is. It's serving such a huge purpose throughout this whole album. And again, so big. I mean, these boys are beyond locked in throughout this entire song um it's and the reason was because tom has had these demos and songs since 73 it's like been at over three years you assume he probably didn't put it onto a demo for 
a long time as well. So he's probably had these songs for like five years. Like this man is locked the fuck in. He knows exactly what's going to be happening at every millisecond of every song. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, this song just like kind of embodies like just the rock and roll story, like just as a genre and just like, the story in that song is the story of so many bands in this time period. Cause again, just have to give this fresh reminder that the younger folks often forget there is no internet in this time period. So a lot of like how the bands from this time period start is like, they're just like all friends that like grew up in the same town and just decide to start playing together. And then, you know, they, they just get popular in their area. They start traveling. And then they're a rock and roll band. Moving along. <laughs> I don't know. It's this. uh, Yeah, man. Very, very, very well done. Dude, my roommate, Dirty, who may happen to be a homie and may happen to put some input into this album series coming up soon is cooking a steak downstairs and dude holy shit it smells so good <laughs> i just had to throw that in there i just got drilled with that, mm, that steak. oh my god mm. well, i got shrimp pasta waiting for me that would be because it's smoking oh which happens to be the next song on the album which this is my personally my favorite song on the album i mean just starts off with like rock and roll blues guitar like yeah i mean what does a song for me is like you know halfway through the song like the lyrics stop and there's just like this breakdown with just fucking organs and guitar and it's it's a goo pit we haven't i i feel like we haven't used that term on stallions in a while it's a goo pit this song is a motherfucking goo pit i mean those lyrics are just iconic like again you just you're at a bar you're anywhere any family gathering and you just hear pick you up and take you, you away, away. Oh, get, get down, down tonight dude that's the best part get down tonight smoking oh, smoking and dude Talking. the drummer does a great job like during those like verses of going from the ride to the hi-hat it's like so well done with just like halfway through right to it oh yeah and yeah again lock the fuck in these boys are just mm, trapped in locked in all the above and they are going right to number six hitch a ride yeah yep like we talked about spruce hitching a ride to boston for this mystery wedding <laughs> <laughs> dude i need to find like i don't even know where to begin with that should i just send send a selfie just be like uh, i'll, I'll uh, be there <laughs> your vinyl's daily is <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so hitch a ride dude one minute and 29 seconds is a key solo that is bonkers yeah that it has like that organ song uh, like sound in the back it has like this synth as well going on it's so full again this is how i just would love to create music and hopefully our album that we're clapping our building together is gonna just turn out as big as this
Yeah. And yeah, I mean that, I mean, we've talked about it. Like that's just the theme throughout the album, big sounds, layers, like every instrument and every song is just super layered to just give it like this very full sound. And yeah, I mean, it's mixed so well, like nothing is overpowering anything else. Like nothing's like sitting on top of anything. It's just like a full, complete sound and experience. (laughs) Pick you up and take you away. (laughs) Sorry. We're past smoking. Come on, move forward. We're done with the smoking. All right. We're down to the last two songs on this. Yeah. Something about you at number seven. And the, these are probably the two, and that's, I guess we never really talked about this, but this is a very interesting album in the sense that literally every song on this album is in radio rotation. Like every single one I've heard on the radio at some point. Not necessarily mainstream radio, but like. Sirius XM classic rock stations will play every song on this album, um, which is very unique for an album. Usually there's at least a handful of songs that will never see the light of day on the radio, but not this one. Yeah. Hailed is one of just the greatest rock albums in history. It is. I, I mean, it is like, I mean, yes, everyone has their personal preferences, bands from this era that they really like. And I'm, of course, you know, you'll be gravitated towards those albums more. But this is just one that, like, it's really hard to find someone who doesn't like it, you know, or at least a handful of songs off of it. It's just like a very unifying album. Like, you're at a party, somebody's playing foreplay long time, like, there's never really that person who's like, turn that shit off. No, everyone's going like, taking my time, just moving on. <laughs> uh, no, honestly, though. Not a, th- that's why I'm like, I just didn't, I guess, know like as many titles to this album as I thought I knew, and but I knew all the songs. So, uh, But back to something about you, uh, the synths and the voices at the beginning just hit. The guitar sound, I don't know why I wrote this down, but it sounds like the Through the Fire and Flames tone. Um, and it's just <laughs> a little thrash metal. <laughs> just thrash metal, like, t- yeah, taking center stage. Um, God, I wrote like a fucking idiot when I was doing this. And I, I had, oh, it says blown away. I was blown away. <laughs> I am blown away. <laughs> blown away. <laughs> From my head to my ankles to my toes, I am blown away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. At least once every episode, at least once. And if you know, you know, and if you don't, you don't. <laughs> so the eighth song on this record was my hidden favorite. And I think is, and it's, and simply for i think the outro yeah i would say the last 45 seconds of this song just like at four minutes (laughs) at yeah just party 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 at four minutes and five seconds is what i wrote down the outro just goes bonkers uh the Mm -hmm. bass is actually really nice during the verses as well 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, just it just let me take you home tonight. <laughs> like that that is Mama, such it's alright. <laughs> that is such a party. Let me I'm gonna go put it on. I gotta listen to it. Oh, tonight. It's alright. Dude, yeah. It's literally like a hoedown party. Like, like I just want to slap my leg and just let me take you home tonight. What an album, man. Shout out to Al Casino again for picking this one. Uh, one. I don't know, man. It's so funny to be like the albums that we've already done. And, uh, you just never know what you're going to get on Vinyl Stallions. And it's fun for uh, myself because I don't know if we would have ever talked about this album or if I would have listened to it all the way through. I mean, it's just I love I love the randomizing of just everything coming here. Yeah. And yeah, sort of how I mentioned, like, you know, like all these songs are in radio rotation like this is one where like i don't know i mean if you listen to the show you know i'm a fiend for vinyl i love listening to music on vinyl and so you know if i have a group of people over if it's the right mix of people like we're not using spotify like we're just spinning records all night like that's the music and that boston album is a go-to because like I said, nobody can complain about it. Nobody can say, I don't want to listen to this. And if you do, like, I'm probably not having you over to my house anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just a great album. It's a great party album. There's, like, not many I can think of that are like that, where it's just so uncontroversial and the music is just universally beloved. My God, Boston's done it. They've unified humanity. <laughs> and they're ducting us all into the spaceship. Yeah, that's us. That rock is us. God damn it, Boston, you've done it again. That's when you know things are off the rails on Stallions. <laughs> <laughs> and we're always off the rails. That's the beauty of it. Anything goes on this fucking podcast about all things music um but yes you can find on apple podcasts spotify google podcasts and youtube indeed.com oh shit all right well that's it that's about it my life has changed today january 4th 2023 for many reasons that i will not disclose but boston i lost Besides that, my name is Spruce. I'm Clip. And this has truly been another episode of Taking My Time. Taking my Final Stallions. Sorry, I got abducted.